It looks like the clock is about to strike midnight on this Cinderella story. It's uh, refreshing, yet uh, displeasing to the eye. Somebody has run out on the field. Some goofball in a hat and a red shirt. Now he takes off the shirt. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. In the dying seconds! Unbelievable! They wouldn't say die! That just shows that they didn't come to play. They really come to play here at the MCG tonight. All right, and welcome to another week of They Came to Play. Limo here with Danny McGinley. Hello, yes, mate. Yes, uh, how good is football? It's the greatest sport in the world. It is great. Isn't it? I just love it. Although I watched nearly every game on the weekend. The one I missed was St Kilda Richmond. Tess, what <laughs> happened? Hello, Tess Armstrong. What happened in that game, Tess? Don't worry about it. It's good. It'll probably The season will be cancelled. Like yeah, tomorrow. Right. So we'll just forget about it. We'll take that pill from um, Men in Black or that little zapper yes, and yes. Um, pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> okay. It's it, essentially good. If you were playing for Adelaide, would you deliberately get coronavirus oh, now just to, just to cancel the season? I'd be all like, <coughs> oh, no, I feel a bit sick. That must have been it. Yeah. That must have been it. Adelaide have got to be the winners of leading the depressometer right now. Essendon, you have a very good case to be the most depressed fans, but I'm going to give it to Adelaide just because Porter on top. Yeah. It's not a good combination. Yeah. Well, That's true. If you look at the ladder, the two Queensland teams are snuggled up next to each other at two and three. The two New South Wales teams are snuggled up next to each other at 10 and 11. The WA teams oh, yeah. are snuggled up next to each other at 16 and 17. The two Adelaide teams couldn't be further mm. apart. Bookends. Bookends, top and bottom of the ladder. That's fun. Like they've had also, some sort of falling out. You know how I was sad that you said Richmond were ninth? They were the glory days. Now we're, <laughs> now we're 14th, man, which is much harder to say. It doesn't roll off the tongue. No, I want to give a special shout-out to Richmond because okay. uh, we gave them a lot of shtick last week, Limo and I, saying no Dusty, no Tigers. Mm. You have disproven that theory. Well done. Turns out well done, Richmond. no Marlon Pickett, no Tigers. Yeah. That was it. That was the one. Anyway, yeah, what a bummer. Football sucks, guys. Hey, what, was Mar- <laughs> what, what's, what is wrong with Marlon Pickett? Did he get dropped? He got dropped, yeah. He got dropped. He got dropped with Dan Rioli and Soldo, all for form. Turns out they may not have been the problem. (laughs) It was everybody else. Drop the whole team. Just Bring up the twos, baby. Do a straight swap. You've had too much success. That's your problem. No one cares anymore. There's no fight left in that team. Do you know what I actually... So, I know we'll talk about them later, but you know how we always talk about those cultural leaders at your team who might not be the best player, but they're the off-field leader. Yeah, like so the in, Nathan Lyons. Yes. So a few years ago, we got rid of Reese Conker and he went off to Frio. Now, Reese Conker is like fine, whatever, as a player, but he was a really good team person, so he was everybody's best friend, really cared about everyone, and same with Brandon Ellis, who's gone off to Gold Coast and he's doing the same thing. He's being a really amazing mm. human being, human, uh, up at the Gold Coast. And I feel like a lot of the younger lads that have come on, it's like when you just all of a sudden are famous and you never had to work for it or something like that. Like a lot of the younger players have come into an amazing team. So they don't mm. have to be a cultural, spiritual leader because... There's like the culture's already there. But so, pick up, lift your game. So you're talking like, uh, so someone's come into the Chicago Bulls yes. during the 90s and there's no Michael Jordan destroying their confidence <laughs> on the training field. Well, this is like, in the uh, the Jordan documentary, didn't Jordan say, in talking about Luke Longley and a couple of the others, mm. he said, oh, yeah, Luke and such and such and whatever else, he named about three of them. He said, they weren't here when all this started. Yes. All those years ago, yeah. we built this dynasty. Yes. We built, and it was almost saying they deserve no credit at all. Well, they for three <laughs> championships. <laughs> but I feel like those players need to take some ownership over the Tigers, the new Tigers. So it was. It's not 2017 anymore. You're not the loser underdogs that no one saw mm. it coming. You need to all take a little bit more ownership over what you want the team to become, and then you buy in to a culture. But a culture isn't like something that exists and you just like get it on a card. Do you know what you need, you know what you need to do? What? You need to change your song. No. Like the no, Tiger of old. <laughs> like the Tiger <laughs> of old was terrible. The Tiger of old was terrible, but maybe we should go back to that because then we had something to achieve, to aim for. <laughs> when we were bad and we hadn't won yet, we had something to achieve. Now <laughs> we've got nothing. We've got nothing in the world. There's nothing going on. So, so, so where so are Tessa, you? Tess Armstrong, Tess Armstrong has just 14th. locked in. She would like Richmond's premiership stripped. <laughs> and I agree. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. What a, it's an asterisk year and it doesn't count. What anyway, a wonderful suggestion that is. Did you say to us last week, Tess, that uh, the social distancing has impacted Richmond yes. more than other clubs? Because you're all... 
We're connected. Because you're all connected. Yeah. You're all together. I had another Richmond person say that to me last week. I'm like, was there a memo sent to <laughs> members saying, Peggy. okay, this is how you explain the poor form if anyone asks? Peggy and Brendan brought us all in on a Zoom call and they were like, right, this is, it's like the government talking points. You know how they send out the list every yeah. day? The government talking points. This today I'm going to go with is that our younger players need to um, lift their cultural game. Wow. Their spiritual leader game. Someone needs to become the new spiritual leader. Limo, you know, for, for Tess, this is actually like as cane corns as she's allowed to yeah. get. This we is need as a mean. spiritual leader. Oh, you guys might need to lift your cultural game. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I still love you. Don't worry about it. I still love you. But we need someone to become the new of our marriage. I need this. The, yeah. the new of our marriage. Because Ivan was our cultural leader. Oh, Ivan marriage. Yes. So I heard marriage. <laughs> I, need, I need I need a marriage. Need I need more, one of you to get married. I need, need more players to get married. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's Two it. Tests. Hey, how did it feel? Well, let's talk about the uh, the Richmond St Kilda no. game while yeah. we're here. Let's go straight into it. Let's okay. go straight into it. How does it feel watching a, one of your ex-players just tear you apart? Honestly, devastating because he didn't do that when he played for us. It's always <laughs> so cruel. But I was actually quite happy for Dan Butler. I really like him. He's still BFFs with Jason Castagna. And so I kind of thought, mm. good for you. If my team's going bad, they don't deserve to win. And St Kilda playing such fun footy. I love Brett Ratton. And I love Dan Butler. And I kind good. of couldn't be mad at them. I was like, oh. And as I've discussed with you, my whole family barrack for St Kilda. So I was like, oh, well, you've got to cop it when your team is hopeless. Yeah, and it, it was Maddie's match, uh, which replaced yes. the less popular Adeline, Alan Jean's Cup uh, between the two sides. <laughs> <laughs> it is more wholesome. Do you remember um, that Alan the, Jean's coached Richmond? Yeah, he did. It went after Hawthorne. After mm. Hawthorne, yeah. yeah. When he, when he had severe health problems. What a <laughs> shocking waste of his time that Absolutely. turned out to be. I, I think coaching Richmond gave him the health problems. <laughs> We've all been yeah. there. You know when he had the brain aneurysm after the 1987 grand uh, yes, final? Yes. That's because he, he just knew that he was had to coach Richmond <laughs> in a few years. I know what's coming <laughs> down the track. Uh, but also- uh, and uh, St Kilda, I tweeted during the game oh. that this is clearly a Jared Roughhead-led <laughs> recovery <laughs> for the St Kilda Football Club, to which someone replied to me, Suggesting that I could, uh, that it was a bit desperate of me to be latching oh. on to St Kilda. And I said, well, no, latch away. I can actually claim any club yes, totally. for a Hawthorne connection. In fact, the last four premierships <laughs> have been coached by players out of Alistair Clarkson's coach's box. Yes, that's yeah. true. So I like to claim the last four. And flags. I'm claiming Gold Coast because of Brandon Ellis. I mean, we've all got, so I can then, latch oh, that, away. That's it. Lima was going to claim Gold Coast no. because Jay Gromira left. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Jay Gromira. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it? Well, Stuart, we've got Stuart too. Oh, sure, but oh, I mean, yeah. he's an irrelevant and force Mark, compared to Brandon Ellis. And Mark Evans, of course. The, uh, oh, I suppose. Yeah. But it was interesting because I was like looking out and it was, I was doing a road trip with my puppy who's six months and really cute and my, you know, love of my life looking out on the Great Ocean Road, looking at all these bluffs, listening to Richmond get embarrassed and I was like, how, how's the serenity? That was so embarrassing. <laughs> it was just so bad. Like, every 13 seconds in or whatever, Shane Edwards kicks that goal. And I'm like, great. But you don't know what it is. It's the cursed land of the Docklands. Now, Danny, you yeah. and I went to a game. You know how much I hate the Docklands. It's, yeah, I, know I, you, you I hate it, it with you, a burning passion. We did hate, you, get, you never play well there. Did you get lost getting there? <laughs> did you know? Did you have to set your <laughs> GPS? and? It's all the way over in that Docklands area. There's no parking. You can't get a park. How many games have Richmond played at the Docklands since the stadium was built? Oh. Is it more than five? Actually, I should put this to, <laughs> or less I should put this to Swamp. I've got to find out the Docklands-Richmond lose-win-loss ratio to make my point but because I may be proved wrong. But we just play appalling football there and I desperately need it to be out of my life. I need it to be like... Struck down oh, I know by Corona. F- and, um, <laughs> you're freaked out when you get to the game and you can actually see the match. Mm. I know you're freaked out by I that. Hate the it. delicious food options <laughs> and oh, the convenience what? of public transport. <laughs> Not all of us drive <laughs> to the game. Hey, can I give an – I'm going to go off-brand and give an actual insight into Richmond oh. here because oh, wow. on Thursday night uh, I – I, man, I, I lived a Seinfeld episode yeah. in that uh, a friend of the show, Tom Boyd, and I, <laughs> since we did the, uh, the, the mm. They Came to Play episode, we've been texting each other and uh, we, we decided to level jump the friendship and watch a doggies game together nice. at a pub. We went to the Cricketers Arms in uh, in Richmond. Well, now, just to be clear here, Danny, when you say you were texting each other, is this just you texting him? <laughs> 
him attempting to block your number and then you seeing him in a pub oh. and running inside. I just saw you on the GPS that you were here. I just saw <laughs> phone, tracked my friend, yeah. find my phone. What a coincidence, Pointy. Oh. Wow. Oh, hi. Now, I'm sorry, but did you say, did you make this insight about Richmond a chance to talk about the dogs? Uh, no, oh, no, I'm just, Boydie gave me an insight right, okay. into why Richmond are terrible. Oh, no. And he, he said, seems legit. And I'm just going to, yeah, like he actually knows stuff. Mm. So I'm just going to use Boydie's uh, thing, but claim it as my own. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the shorter quarters, a struggling. Uh, with you because you are fitter than everyone else, and the way Richmond have won games over mm. this uh, this dominant is period is you 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 grind it, grind it, grind it, and then in time on of quarters they usually put on two or three. That's they true. tire out the other teams, and they don't get the opportunity to do that with That's the shorter actually, quarters. Oh no, I know. How oh, smart no. am I? Also, right, so it's not because the loss of connection because they can't all hang out together <laughs> in a big group. <laughs> I've got to get onto that Zoom and tell Peggy and Brendan to start going with that instead of the connection thing. The spiritual leader thing seems void now. It's very oh, annoying. I miss my teammates. I can't give them a, can't give them a cuddle. If only I could see them on the ground with me where I could pass them the ball. It's not the same. Anyway, that actually is disappointing because unless they change the rules to make the quarters longer, which they're not doing for the whole year, Tom Boyd has essentially told me that our season's a complete write-off. Yeah, yeah. Great. I like yeah. that insight as well. Love it. But right. uh, hang on. Mm-hmm. I, but I'm going to just – I'm not suggesting that I know more than Tom Boyd, oh. but to me, Richmond bad. are still clearly flag folks. <laughs> Like you would be, you would be an idiot to bet against Richmond. <laughs> hey, I know you're fourteenth, but I still think you are yeah. clearly. Can we pick on su- Col- Collingwood. Flag fight. No oh, we will. Shows. We will. Don't worry. It's coming. It's uh, just we don't have a Collingwood fan here. Although yeah. I'm going to say, because being a nego Nelly has not worked this season. I've been quite Sorry, down a what? now. A what? Do you want to say negative that's... Nelly? Oh right, nego nego Nelly. This now, is a very you've got to be careful with pronunciations of <laughs> oh. that word. Usually, I only what about wear a pessimistic yellow. Peggy. <laughs> no. Don't drag Peggy's name through the mud. Anyway, usually I only wear yellow and black when we lose, when we win on a Monday. Mm. But today I've worn yellow and black, even in loss, because I've decided to try and start like a vibe. If they're not going to be spiritual leaders, I'll do it for them. And so I'm buying in. Yes, we are flag favourites, and I'm going to wear yellow and black every Monday, whether we win or lose for the rest of the year. What are your thoughts? I, I like yep. it. It's it's like you're wearing a funeral. You're, you're dressing for a funeral. <laughs> uh, and who do you have next week? We don't know. You're, you're supposed to play West Coast on Thursday. Yes. So that's the other thing. I mean, we've been saved because we were meant to be playing Thursday night, which we would have dished up some terrible performance again. Everyone would have talked about us. But we're apparently going to be buried now on Sunday afternoon against the D's, which could go one of two ways. If we lose to Melbourne, sad face. Oh, just season I mean. over. <laughs> hang on. Hang on a sec. <laughs> have you got a game on a Sunday? Yes. So just so you know, Sunday is the day that comes after Saturday. <laughs> and it's in between Saturday and... I don't Sunday. know, I don't this, know what this Sunday is. Is this your first Sunday game day. ever? <laughs> How's poor Richmond. They've been playing Friday and Saturday nights at the MCG for the yeah. last 10 years. And now all of a sudden they're at the Docklands and they're it. playing on Sundays. Like, why can't everyone just make a hub at the G? <laughs> so I know that was a good plan. Just, a, a, just, just that gardens around it, punt roads, yeah. MCG, yep. yeah, all the way out to the cricketers. Yep. You works. play in Fitzroy Gardens. Some of you play at Gosh's Paddock or whatever. <laughs> but just around the general area just on a Friday and Thursday night. And what like, else? Are, what hey, else well, what, what, what about this? What, what about you know the Oz Kickers? Yeah. They they play sideways up and then just have two grounds at the G. <sighs> have a sideways ground. So you've got I mean, two games at the same time on the MCG. Can I just say, I feel like those yeah. ground dynamics are the same as the Docklands, so it doesn't work for me. I need the whole G, the whole space. <laughs> right. That's, the, that's our problem. We don't have space or connection. The Adelaide Crows are like. requesting they play AFLX at Amy Park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bring back Any- AFLX. Simpler times. Someone's said the other day, remember when we were cross about the scoring? I said, I know. That was a simpler time. Now we've got a pandemic to, to take us off Thursday night. But, yeah, thank you, footy gods, for taking us off Thursday night, taking uh, us off Broadway. But anyway, Richmond, 14th. Yep, loving it. Uh, Four, on the ladder. Fourteenthment, only up from here, except for when we lose next week and we go down. <laughs> Fantastic. Eighteenthment does not have a good 
Ringo. And you are one spot below the Western Bulldogs <laughs> on the ladder. Are we 13th? We win twice and we're still 13th. Yeah. What's Shouldn't this? have lost yeah. those two big games at the start. Yeah, I know. Mm. Oh, well. um, anyway, can we move on from Richmond? We've yeah. got it out of the way. All I right. didn't want to talk about it. I'm Let's happy to go to the Bulldogs. Let's go to the Bulldogs. Let's go Thursday to the dogs. Night. Thursday night. I'm, I was genuinely surprised that we won because uh, uh, John Kennedy Sr. Yeah. did uh, pass away on the, the morning mm. of the game and his grandson, who apparently he's close with, Josh Kennedy, was playing his 250th game. Ah, yes. Clearly would has a reason to not like the Bulldogs in that he put a Norm Smith medal performance in in 2016 and still uh, was denied a premiership. But uh, look, the Bont. I've got it. Hey, by the way, can I give a, another just genuine footy insight into yes. the Bont? Okay. And this could apply to most players, but you've got to be really special to, to achieve it. Bont is a better player when he's not being punched by the entire opposition team. Oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. What, what makes you think that? <laughs> well, he was playing the Giants, and they all just wanted to belt nine colours of snot <laughs> out of him, which is dangerous in Corona yeah, times. You, you don't want different colours of snot. would not know what to do. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, and he still did well, kicked the, kick the winning goal. Yeah. Uh, against the Swans, Swans, you know, aren't a bunch of thugs. Mm. And, uh, hey, suddenly, Bont is dominating... God, so, so the lesson here is if you're playing the Bulldogs... Belt Bont. Belt Bont. Yeah. Bont Belt. Oh, oh, belt mate. the Bont. <laughs> the Bont Belt is bring, our tactic. Bring back the Bont Belt. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's known that since yeah. the elimination final last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Belt the Bont. But now Libba's back in the squad. You belt Bont, you get Libba. You get Libba, yeah. 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 Well, that's I did feel like I was very happy for you because it's actually very fun when the Bulldogs play good football because yeah. they seem exciting. But um, I was sad for the Swans because they did have a lot of spirit, like fun off you know, sad, but off the field reasons. The footy gods would want the Swans to win. Absolutely. And the, they were wearing two armbands on um, Thursday night, one for John Kennedy Senior, which was lovely, and one for Sam Naismith's sister, who'd also passed oh, away. Man. And then he did his ACL. Oh. In that game, I just thought... I didn't know that about his sister. What That's... is going on? Like, that just seems like a cruel twist. And oh. I was... I was barracking for Sydney. I hate to yeah, say fair it. Enough. That's all right. But also, you know how we've spoken about how Sydney because they did come back a little bit. They gave you a bit of a fright. Yeah, uh, but I didn't really notice because, as I said, I was watching this with Tom Boyd, and I was attempting to go <laughs> beer for beer with a two hundred centimeter twenty four year old. Wow! Uh, so I don't really remember the second half, and the whole time I'm I'm also just nervous because, as I said, it was a Seinfeld episode. You know the episode where Seinfeld hangs out with Keith Hernandez, the New York Mets player, <laughs> and he's just so nervous. It's like Keith Hernandez, Keith Hernandez. Oh yeah. my god! Keith yeah, I was a bit like that all day. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, Tom Boyd. Yeah. Now, uh, for people who are playing a drinking game, which is to drink every time Danny mentions he caught up with Tom Boyd. <laughs> uh, Me and my friend, they would be, Tom Boyd, they friend would of the be, show. They would be poleaxed right now. And we're only, ooh, what are we, Probably 15? up to the second game. We're 15 minutes into the pod. Make it that... Um, that beer that has is like cordial that they sell for children. The one that doesn't have any alcohol what in it. They sell darkness a beer. Is this? They sell a beer in the shops, like in this. You know, it's like a. You know, I don't know, but it doesn't have any alcohol in it. You mean like a Carlton Zero or yeah. a Heineken Zero? That's a, yeah, that's, that's a, not for children. Yeah, but children <laughs> could drink it. That's why it's bad, Danny. Anyway, drink, shot those when Danny says friend of the show Tom Boyd he caught up with. But anyway, I was barracking, and you know what I've always said, guys: no Colin O'Riordan, no Swans. <laughs> <laughs> I've always said that. We've always said that. <laughs> they just couldn't get it done. Bring back Colin. Uh, anyway, have you got any other points? About I was, the no, no. I, I really, I was, let's get on to Collingwood losing. Yeah, let's get on to Collingwood oh, that losing. That was a great game. I was just reading. There's a, a news flash that just come through saying they're changing the round five fixture. Yeah. yeah this is I, live I as we record. This. As we're recording, this is happening. There's the press conference right now. Right now. Yes. Well, I know that they're moving Richmond because of our terrible performance, but also because... So, yeah, Richmond's being moved to Friday night at the MCG. No. <laughs> yes, we are. Against no opposition. We have to play against our twos, and if we lose, we're out of the competition for the rest of the year. That would actually be quite good. Don't you guys are off topic, but according to that, because we are from Victoria and we have a lot of interstate listeners, I just wanted to say on behalf of the pod that I'm really sorry about our state because I feel... Oh, are yeah. you Catholic, Limo? Yes. Yeah, you're Catholic, Danny. Cool, mate. The, the guilt in me that the competition <laughs> can't go ahead as planned is paralysing. I feel so guilty about the whole state. So We're do you, what, you reckon up. a few Hail Marys and we'll be all right? Yeah. Also, I'm starting to... <laughs> Can you pray the virus away? <laughs> I'd go to confession, but I'm it violates so social distancing yeah. rules. <laughs> yeah, breathing through there, being like, I'm so sorry. Also, so yeah, they don't want the Tigers to go to Queensland, which I totally understand because who would want to see Richmond play oh, at yeah. the moment? It'd be embarrassing. Considering Queensland football is so strong, you wouldn't want our team to be playing up there. But they intend for Suns to come down to Geelong. 
We'll mm. have to wait till the press conference is over, but I don't really understand how the Suns could come to Victoria. I think there's going to have to be two conferences, yeah. interstate teams and Victorian, Victorian teams. teams, and then the top team in each conference Hang on. plays Hang on. in a grand final. No, no, no. I know what you're doing here, what? Anthony Lehman. Oh, what? Oh, the top Victorian team. Let's go what? through the ladder. <laughs> One, Port Adelaide. Two, Gold Coast. Three, Brisbane. Four, Hawthorne. Oh. What? That was, that was an accident. After a few... <laughs> that was an accident. I didn't even know. Are we fourth? I hadn't I hadn't stared at the ladder for three hours wow. last night. Fourth or... <laughs> Hawthorne, which Hawthorne. never happened. <laughs> never happened. That's right. Cancel the season. Uh, Things have gone too far. Hey, where are Collingwood? Anyway. Collingwood. On the ladder. Oh, fifth. Oh, yeah, not okay. bad. Uh, hey. uh, Gee, that, that was, was, a a, it was a joy, wasn't it, watching that? I enjoyed that game. Uh, it was really good. They always play good games. They prelim yeah. last year was awesome. The time before that they played was great. And that is the only fixture, fixturing, where I wholeheartedly barrack for GWS. I don't like GWS as a general rule, mm-hmm. and I barrack so, except for in the AFLW, I love the AFLW team, but I barrack <laughs> so hard for them when they play Collingwood, because I just, it's so joyous, It's jo- so it brings me so much joy to see Collingwood lose. Yeah, I'm genuinely a neutral <laughs> in those two, uh, but uh, do you know, I found something, that even though the footy was great, I found a little bonus thing that I was really enjoying okay. on Friday night. You know on Channel 7 they have the uh, the Zoom wall? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and uh, I was playing a game with myself of uh, pick which families are on the NBN because they were, you'd see some of them just absolutely cheering the goal and others still going, please go through, please go through, please go through. Actually, I saw that on the weekend. At the end, the Zoom wall was asked to put up who they thought was best on ground, right? And all the squares had done it except for one family who was still riding. And I was like, hurry up! You know, the producer in me was just so stressed out. And then they held it up, but like a mile away from the camera. I'm like, I can't see that. You need a producer in that house. But also from the Zoom wall, from the GWS fans, one of the goal celebrations that the fans did oh, was a karate kick. Yeah, <laughs> I oh, thought, Toby Green. That's really funny. I did it. I did enjoy that. <laughs> I loved that. Yeah, so much. of course you two like that because none of your players have been kicked in the face <laughs> by him. Oh, they've been kicked in the face by others. Anyway, it's just, <laughs> uh, yes. Are you guys buying into the idea that Toby Green is hard done by by the umpire? Not even slightly. It's very yeah. hard to feel sorry for that man. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like it would take a it's miracle. Like say, oh, Ned Kelly, just someone give him a chance. Yeah. Yeah, sure, he shot a few cops. If Come you on. had have just given, if one person had believed in him, he would have been a decent human. <laughs> I think I think though the umpires, they, it's same as James Sicily. Yeah. Bad oh, reputation, whatever. and they just cop it as a result. Maybe yeah. be get a better reputation. <laughs> That's oh, well, one that, way to sort it out. That's, anyway, that's no fun. <laughs> I did, yeah. I was very happy about it. But um, it was exciting. I want to say to Pat McAfee, the American who I oh, had yeah, a go yeah, out yeah. last week for choosing Collingwood, rethink your choices. <laughs> go out, go for someone else. Mason Cox did a, a great mark and goal in the last Mason quarter. Cox. Oh, yeah, yeah, did, didn't he? So it was Pat good to have him back. Pat would have been excited by that. Pat would have been very happy with that. He's uh, really, we're so Desperate to be loved, aren't we, in Australia? I know. Like one American says, I like Aussie rules football, and we lose our minds also, over it's it. It's because we know that Aussie rules football is a far superior sport yes. to gridiron. Mm. So we're just like we're just waiting for that trickle effect for them all to just wake up and go, oh, yeah. I'm happy for them to this have found awesome. a different game. Yeah. yeah. Also, um, there was another American who'd found football on Saturday night, which is the game we'll get to, but they'd said, oh, you know, just discovered Aussie Rules football. It's amazing. I'm an Essendon fan for life. And I thought, hang on. If you watch that game and Essendon lose, and it's the first time you've ever seen football, how do you choose Essendon as your team? Clearly a Democrat. For sure. Loves losing. (laughs) (laughs) I love being almost there, guys, but not quite there. And as we've always said, no Darcy Cameron, no pies. (laughs) We have said that for years. One last shout out to, uh, to, I do like Channel 7, they have the the Zoom wall. Something they did that didn't really work, which I was excited by, but then they they mic'd up Heath Shaw. (laughs) <laughs> and they were playing oh, yeah. his sounds of the game. And uh, they, yeah, I'm sure they probably put aside like three or four minutes mm. to show some of the great chit-chat and highlights of there. None of it was fit for broadcast. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just him mostly running and going, good work, boys. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, they beep, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was Morse code. <laughs> I feel like that's with that, with the exception of the Luke Hodge sounds of the game, which was that, kind of famous, yeah, that, uh, became yeah. famous two years ago. Uh, all of them are that. Yeah. Come on, boys. Come on, the good work. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I mean, Get it over here. 
I would still rather that than a lot of the television commentary. I'm not going to lie. So I would I would like to be able to mute and just hear the sounds of the game. Yeah. I'm happy for that. Well, I've always, I'm happy for banding. We would have talked about this, but I'm, I'm just going to put it out there again. If anyone has the technological skill to make this happen, every broadcast should have at least five different audio tracks. One is just sounds of the game. One is the TV commentary. Mm-hmm. One is bias commentary for one team. The bias commentary for the other team. Yes. And one for people who don't care about the result and just want to hear a bit of a chat. That's great. That's what we could do. Yeah, for 100%. Games. We're up for that, for Are sure. You, and now, while we're on Friday still, I uh, and speaking of Zoom walls, I watched Chelsea play Man City on Friday morning. Oh, yeah, for the for the title for Liverpool. Yes, Chelsea and wins. they had three fan walls. They had a Chelsea fan wall, a Man City fan wall, and a Liverpool fan wall oh, on the broadcast. That's awesome. Because, of course, Chelsea won, which meant Liverpool uh, won the title. The Liverpool fans were getting very excited. Who yeah. could have been the other fan wall on Friday night between Collingwood and GWS? Uh, just everyone else who doesn't <laughs> barrack for Collingwood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Cheering for GWS. We probably just wanted Pat McAfee. Just watching just, him in America. A, a Pat McAfee wall. <laughs> feeling, feeling the lows. Highs and lows of Aussie rules. Uh, let's go on to uh, Saturday. Port. Gee, Port are looking very good, aren't Port they? And West Coast good. are looking very average. <laughs> Aren't they? At I the mean, just, just you know, the curse continues. West Coast have never beaten Port at Metricon, and it's just amazing <laughs> how long that has gone on. That's over a hundred years. <laughs> that has been going on. It's uh, they're really cursed, aren't they? I don't it's, know. They, I love how they just. It's an impossible situation for Adam Simpson because they're getting told, you know, you shouldn't blame the hub. It'd be so bad to blame the hub, and so he's just like. Which is terrible, which is also really bad because then that leaves the fans wondering, like, what's going on? Yeah. Mm. And so he's just kind of, like, completely paralysed and has no idea how to say, we just don't want to play here <laughs> at this cursed ground. Like, we don't want to, we want to go home and be with our friends and family. And Can, play our- no, well, that's the problem. They've got the family with them. It's true. But not mm. all of them. Maybe they, have, maybe they need friends and family. <laughs> How's, is this West Coast is not coping with the fact that they've got a massive home ground advantage in Perth? Totally. Oh, yeah. And they're finally having to cough that up and look at the result. Yep. Mind you, they cough it up, you know, 11 weeks of the year. We are being a bit unfair there. But yeah, every second week, though. You know, <laughs> yeah. They can never say again, though, that the travelling in between is the problem because they haven't travelled for a number of weeks. They've been stuck in the same place. Yes. Now they always say, oh, we've got so much travel. So long. Well, do we know, are they staying in Gold Coast or are they just driving up the road to look at the big pineapple? (laughs) (laughs) They've been doing the sightseeing. That's their problem. They've been driving around sightseeing the whole time. Someone's (laughs) got to keep Queensland tourism alive. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, they're going back, aren't they, to their own hub? Uh, I think they are now, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, good, best of luck to them because West Coast were meant to play us at Metricon on Thursday night. But, of course, that's going to be cancelled. So, who knows what round five looks like. Um, but after that, they're going back to their their OG, their home, yeah. and the, everybody gets to play there. And so then we'll actually get a look at whether or not they are out of form or whether or not they just want to play in Perth and nowhere else, yeah. which, you know, may maybe, work out quite well. Maybe they're jet-lagged. <laughs> it is a long... They tell they us it's be. the longest journey in Australia or whatever to get there, so maybe. All right, um, let's talk about Port. They yes. are Every single one of their guns is firing. You know, Ollie Wines is great. Limo's mate Sam Powell, Pepper. Yep. Charlie Dixon, Charlie Sixon, Sixon, am I right? Oh, hello. Hey. There she is. That's the, that's the good commentary you'll get, Channel 7. My favourite moment of this game was when uh, Motlop don't argued one of his own teammates <laughs> to kick the goal. <laughs> it was brilliant. You got, you get out standards. of my way. <laughs> you've got to have standards and you've got to apply them to everybody. It doesn't matter who. Now, Porter awesome. Port is so good. And yeah. they are like living it up on the Gold Coast. Like, who knew they loved the Gold Coast? Very te- much. I texted a few Port fans. There's the lid off and they are very well and truly just partying, loving life. No. I said, "What is it? Is it more fun because the Crows uh, um, are at the bottom? And they said, <laughs> yes. "We, yeah, the Crows have left at quarter time of the season. <laughs> just like <laughs> their fans. Yeah. <laughs> That's glorious. Yeah, I love them. But as I've, as I've said many times in this podcast, I don't trust Port. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They could. They, they can. They can always let you down. It's a bit like Geelong last year, starting. Very, it's all going too well. It's going way too well. Yeah. And I just want to like let them do their thing, and no one look like look out of the side of your eyes. Don't look directly at Port Adelaide and hope that they go <laughs> good. <laughs> so they're like a basilisk. I'm very nervous about it. Uh, but Port now clearly second favourites for the flag. <laughs> I would say. Oh my god. <laughs> This is twenty, you know, twenty fifteen all over again. But I am absolutely loving Port at the moment. Oh, and, so uh, good. 
And let's, uh, we've already discussed St Kilda, Richmond. But also, um, but we'll no re- Petrocelli, no Eagles. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> Which we've said for years. All the time we've said it. Again uh, and again. We'll and just, we don't uh, have to go to the again. We are, no, we, we have talked about St Kilda, Richmond. I'll just point out Richmond lost. Uh, Carlton Essendon. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hey, this we're, is awesome. Uh, hey, Danny, we're Richmond on the ladder. Uh, that's a very good question, Limo. We're talking about Richmond again at 14th. 14th, okay. Yeah, very good. Below, right. uh, below Hawthorne and the Bulldog. <laughs> Tess, I know you think we're bullying you, but I actually got a bit swamp last night. Swamp our stats man. Okay. I, was, I, was, I was on the couch. The North Hawthorne game had finished. Armageddon was on seven, mate, so I was enjoying that. But then <laughs> I, I just realised, yeah, Tess has lost a couple in a row. When, what are the stats on the lifetime of this podcast? We've been going for over three years now. Oh, okay. I did. I just did the win-loss ratio of all our teams. Uh, yeah. The Dogs have won 18 times and lost 21 over the three years that okay. we've been doing this podcast. Hawks, Limo, 25 wins, 16 losses. Mm-hmm. Tigers, 31 wins, 10 losses. This is only the 10th time that you've had to record a show <laughs> yeah, so. having lost. So, Tess, shut up. No, <laughs> we haven't lost in a year and now we've lost heaps. That's all I've got to say. Twice. <laughs> and I, I had become a different person, a more comfortable person. I was more confident. I had more stuff going on. I could go into rooms and be like, hold my own. And now my team have let me down and they've crippled my self-confidence. Oh, it's That's good to have you back. Saying. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the, the test of old. She yeah. has no self-confidence. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually quite good. And when people tease me, I'm like, I've heard this all before. Because yeah. we were terrible not very long ago. It's not like we were like terrible 30 years ago, like you, Hawthorne. You they're like, oh, remember when we weren't good in the 40s or whatever? Oh, no. Like, yeah. who gives that? Anyway, so we're, we were bad yeah. in recent memory. I've got another stat about okay. Hawthorne that's really annoying. Yeah. Uh, up until, when was the last time you won the wooden spoon? It was like 1965 or something? Oh, gee whiz. I don't know. At that point, it was around <laughs> then, around the 60s or the 50s. A wooden spoon? At that point, Tess. They had the second most wooden spoons. Oh. Yeah. The glory days. I, yeah, yeah, we <laughs> finished bottom a lot. Yeah. So we you, joined the comp in 1925, and I think we might have 10 or a dozen wooden you spoons. you got about, th- you're equal, yeah, you're just below North Melbourne, who have like 13 or 14. Yeah. And St Kilda head on a country mile, like 25. Um, your wooden spoon is my Sunday. Like, what Sunday? <laughs> when is it? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about it. Um, anyway, no Dyson Hebble, no Bombers. Let's talk about that. Oh, gee, I thought at the end there, did Eddie Betts nearly lose that game? <laughs> for oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for Carlton. It was a superstar all day. But that wasn't even a free kick, let alone a 50-metre penalty. Yeah. With that infringement at the end. Plus it was a 60-metre penalty and not a 50-metre penalty. But it totally. set it up for, and I'm going to call this, <coughs> I, I, I think that is the greatest AFL vision of all time. The, es, the, the Essendon shot to kick the winning goal. Because I was, I was in a pub uh, and it was just surrounded by Bombers fans and the kick goes up. There's you know, 10 seconds left. This is to win the game. The kick goes up. It is straight. It is direct. It is on target. And all of the Bombers fans are literally jumping for joy. And whoever was directing that, I think it was Alfred Hitchcock, back from the dead. Alfred Hitchcock and Stanley Kubrick were running the vision switches in the truck. And they, it just looked like it was going through. Everyone's jumping for joy. Vision, vision switch to the goal square to show it. Not going. It's not going to make it. Oh. I've never seen the. It was genuinely like watching a Roadrunner cartoon. Essendon fans were running towards victory, and then they realised there was no cliff below them, <laughs> and they just plummeted down. I wanted to. I did cry a little bit because you know I love Jacob. I love any ex Richmond player. It was poor old Jacob Townsend who's gone over to uh, Essendon. My bummer's friend Lachlan had texted me at the start of the year and said, you know tell me about Jacob Townsend and I was like he's amazing he's really accurate kick which he was by the way wasn't accurate he just didn't make the distance he was accurate yes yeah. and he texted me at that time and said you can have him back I was like no <laughs> Keith I, Towner he's a beautiful guy and he's gonna come good he will win Essendon the game no joke to make up for that moment but it did not happen against Carlton when they could have wanted it more oh man how far, how far out was he it's about 40 45 how do you not make the distance uh, from, well, considering I can't, uh, very easily. <laughs> it was like, I can imagine it really quite well. Uh, and was, do you know that that winning goal, how it was touched? Did you guys see how it was touched? Oh, the header! It was yeah, Liam was Liam, Liam Jones's, Jones's face. Yeah. 
It was so good. How, how, uh, we need to ask our stats man, how many match-winning Falcons have there <laughs> been <laughs> in the history of I, AFL? I think it might be the first. It was a glorious Falcon. Oh, it was, it so, was good. so good. I'm really taken oh. with Liam Jones. I'm so good he's playing good footy. Yeah. yeah and it's, it's, how are we feeling about Carlton being good? I actually love it. Controversial mm. for a Tiger. I don't like Collingwood. I don't like when they come good. But Carlton, mm. I just... I think it's good for the competition if Carl, if the teams that have been losers for a really long time come yeah. good. It is good. I don't – David Teague just seems like a likeable human being. Yeah. I really like him. Sam Doherty is awesome at football and it's so good to have him back. Like, I just – I can't help it. I mm. really like them. It's wrong. That's <laughs> <laughs> so wrong. It does feel weird. I've got a lot of friends who are Carlton fans and they are – yeah. Very excited right now. I might say, Ed Kerno, I have never, because at the moment with coronavirus, like, Danny, when you just said, I was in the pub surrounded by people, I was like, no wonder Victoria's a problem. St-. Anyway, oh, it was no. like, jobs, no, we were, we're all going to stop crowding into rooms and being surrounded by each other. But also, Ed Kerno. Surrounded Kerno, by people means like, you know, four, four, four the, tables the, in a massive room. The 19 other people allowed in the space yeah. separated by 1.5. Anywho, Ed Kerno just would not stop spitting on, set, on oh, Saturday really? night. Every time the camera was on Ed Kerno, it was like, Ooh. I was like, dude, yeah, that's not good. keep it in your mouth. Yeah. I've talked about this many times. Like, we need to get, like, you need to get a free kick paid against you if you spit at the moment. Oh, that's And then a they good would idea. stop doing it. I like that. They would totally stop doing it. Anyway, are you you're all going to get coronavirus. Are you saying that for corona reasons or just general <laughs> dislike of spitting? I mean, totally for general. If it was a rule that we could keep in and on the street, I would also be up for that. But spitting, it was 50. So, <laughs> so bad. Yep. Um, and also, I had to laugh on, I was listening to the tally commentary, and at the very end, you know how they've been using the fake crowd? James Brayshaw said on the final siren, listen to this. And yes. then they went to the fake crowd. I was like, and then they went to what? The fake crowd celebrating. Oh. I was like, oh no, this is the most 2020 thing that's ever yeah. happened. <laughs> listen to this, the crowd's gone wild. Oh no, they haven't. It's no, There's nobody here. You know how last week you were asking whether our, our partners were into footy? <laughs> yeah. uh, well, Saturday night was, uh, me and my wife was their first time going out together and we, we went to the, this pub. And, uh, when is the first time going out together? First time, like since lockdown. Oh, okay, right. Since lockdown, <laughs> we got uh, my, my, my parents, you know, minded the kids. And uh, and the only pub we could get into was the Rose, which my wife was Classic. not. You know, she just like, I just she said at the start, like, yeah, you organise the pub, just as long as we don't up, don't end up at the Rose watching footy like I, like you you really want to. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah. And then everywhere else was sold out. So we're at the Rose. And I'm just, oh, no. And she's, she was just excited to be out. and But she did, I did say at the start, because, you know, we're not Carlton or Essendon fans, I like found a dollar coin in my pocket and uh-huh. I went, all right, I'm going to bet you a dollar that Carlton wins and you reckon Essendon. Let's make this interesting. And she just looked me in the eye and went, at no point did I expect this to be interesting. <laughs> but then she loved the ending as well. So it was good. Yeah. It was good. And, and I it was exciting. And Carlton beating Essendon, that's fun. Yeah. What are uh, yeah, that is fun. Who plays Carlton next week? Oh, Saints. Saints Carlton is oh, going to Thursday big. night. That's going to be awesome. Always tip the underdog in a Carlton Essendon fixture. I thought you were going to say in a corona season. In a, corona in a coronavirus I mean, totally, affected season. Totally. <laughs> yeah. North and Port and whatever. Well, like who would have look at the top four? Port, Gold Coast, Brisbane. Yeah, no, let's leave it there. Top, look, at, let's look at the top three. Let's look okay. at the top three. Well, let's Port, just, the the top Port. Victorian teams. Look at the top one. <laughs> Hawthorne. <laughs> Colin, actually, <laughs> I'm going to do you a favour. If it's just Victorian teams, let's see where Richmond are on the ladder. Uh, Hawthorne, Geelong, Collingwood, St Kilda, Essendon, North Melbourne. Carlton Bulldogs. Re- oh, it's not good. It's not <laughs> ninth. You're actually second bottom. <laughs> you are ninth. You're no. ninth. You are ninth for the just the Victorian teams. Brilliant. And Mel- Melbourne oh. are bottom. <laughs> oh no, Melbourne feels, are bottom. Feels right. It does, it feel, does right. feel right. We are the virus. So nature, nature's healing. Nature's healing. <laughs> you're still ninth. Hey. Uh, Hey, we, we also we got a bit of trouble on social media for being anti Essendon last week when Limo said outrageously that they should be uh, liquidated, uh, and I outrageously agreed with him. Uh, we should say something nice about Essendon because also our main Patreon is a is an Essendon oh, fan. Well, that's what, true. Let's say something nice about Essendon. I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay. Oh want. no, you can speak for all of us. Okay. Um, you know, you know that jumper they wear on some Anzac days where it's the poppies on the sash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when they don't wear that, it's good. 
when they don't. Yeah, I think I hate that jumper Do so you? much. Yeah, yeah, like it's just it's you know the the money making off the Anzac, <laughs> uh, and also the poppy is a divisive uh, symbol in uh, my family's from Northern Ireland. Oh, uh, yeah. oh God. Um, well, I will say. You, so that was something nice you just said. Yeah, yeah. when they don't wear that, I, that's really good. I will say two things, legit. Jacob Townsend, you're welcome, even though we lost you the game. We didn't lose you the game. You lost the game, and Jacob Townsend is going to be blamed for it. But also, Blake Carousella went from being an assistant coach at Richmond when we were good, and now we're bad, and Essendon, he's gone to Essendon. So you're welcome for that as well. That's what I'm going to say. he started at Essendon. He's an Essendon Yeah, but then he became a Richmond person, (laughs) and we took him on, and then he betrayed us by going back to his original family. Should have seen it coming. Ah, yes, Mm. yes. Uh, the uh, I mean, I'm a bit of a fan of the uh, the Danaher brothers. Yep. Yeah. Oh so. my god, I want Joe back playing footy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love. Yeah, Joe. I know. I tell you what, they showed some Neil Danaher highlights the other day of when he uh, won a game for Essendon against Carlton number of years ago, obviously. Mm-hmm. But gee, he looked like Joe Danaher when he was lining up for a goal. Uh. Same haircut and everything. Really, uh, I thought, wow, that is uh, they are definitely related. Yeah, and, yeah. He, and he missed a crucial shot, so it's absolutely it's like <laughs> Joe Denner. <laughs> <laughs> right there. I only played together twice, the four brothers. Oh, really? It was my fun fact for the show. Oh, once fun. for Essendon and once for New South Wales. Oh. And they beat Victoria. What? In that game, yes. That's funny. Um, uh, what about the Gold Coast Suns? Oh, so good. So I was watching the Bombers game on the actual telly, and then I had my phone up with the other game on. Oh, yeah. And it was very, I was very torn. It was... The Suns for your game was awesome. Most accurate Most half of all time. That's was it really? Yeah, yeah. zero behinds. Yeah, and I because I was watching the the Carlton Essendon game at the pub. I didn't watch this till the mm. next morning, and I assumed I was going to see some really straight kicking. No, they were just all out of bounds on the floor. <laughs> no, but all, but it wasn't as if they were all set shots. Like they were kicking goals from lots of different places, and still no behinds. It was quite amazing. Matt Rowell, and I know that I wonder about the Brownlow voting. I know for the ABC. Footballer of the year, he's leading the votes by a mile. Yeah. Like he's an amazing footballer. Matt Taberner, best slit, best cheekiness of all time. Untucked his jumper. Oh, <laughs> he ran up and untucked, <laughs> his untucked jumper. it. Oh. It was so funny, and so I would like to see more of that kind of fun banter. Noah oh. Anderson's great fun. because so <clears throat> Matt Rowell's getting all the cre- all the all the press, sure. but Noah Anderson's a very good footballer. Yeah. As well. He was he was great. Oh. I have to try and remember his name and uh, I think he has a very Keanu Reeves uh name in that uh, uh Anderson was you know Mr. Anderson oh, in yeah. the in the Matrix. Matrix and Noah just sounds like no way from Bill and Ted. <laughs> <laughs> no way Anderson. I am an FBI agent. I just watched Point Break again the other night. God, it's a good movie. So Best Noah Anderson's nickname, John Wick. Yeah. Or Johnny Utah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Johnny Utah. We'll put it, hey, let's put that out to the fans. What Keanu Reeves style nickname should Noah Anderson okay. have? That's good. We can deal with that. We'll do that. That'll be nickname mm. jury back next week. And right. I thought. <laughs> dung dung. <laughs> nickname jury. <laughs> yeah. Bring oh, back the hits. With, with a dung dung. I love it. <laughs> really See, back at the dung ABC, dung. we had sound effects, but uh, now we're independent. Dung dung. Do our own dung dung. Don't worry. Even if we were at the ABC now, they've had to sell that sound effect. To help retain staff, can so, confirm we're yeah. dung dunging ourselves. <laughs> Although we are, we are at a studio today. We're all, we're not just doing this uh, over laptops. We're at Studio Mason, a brand new podcasting yeah. place. Uh, and and we want to just give a shout out to Dee Mason because we are recording this in the hottest room in the world, and she <laughs> is working her ass off to cool us down. She's currently just brought in a freezer and is throwing ice cubes at Tess. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having an ice bath right now to recover. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually amazing. But I thought for Frio, they did. Um, they lost Nat Fife early in the game, which is like a relatively big loss. Yeah. Relatively. The most recent Brownlow medalist. I was, de- I was actually devastated when that happened because he's in my super coach team. Oh, yeah. Devo. But then they that was almost empathy from me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> almost. Not Laced quite. with a Hawthorne self-interest. It was amazing. Yeah. But yeah, then they actually rose to the occasion. The rest of the players. And they came back and they nearly won. It was very exciting. Mm, I was happy for the Gold Coast to hang on because now the Gold Coast have to leave Queensland, apparently. I don't know if that'll end up happening, but they're they're meant to leave Queensland to play in Geelong of all places this weekend. The Queensland footy uh, fans, they're up and about. I got a a message from Mike from Brisbane. Uh, He says, get the AFL out of Victoria, COVID bubble at the GC hub. Just all teams at the Gold Coast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would be really good for the Gold Coast, but uh, they're still else. they're still scheduled to play 
That down at the cattery. Yeah. Um, the, if anyone wants to go back and look at one highlight from the weekend, look at Lacocious's goal for the Gold Coast Suns. It was amazing, and it was the best leave nah. by Sexton. Nah. I was, I this, is, this is a good thing, but uh, if you're only going to watch one thing, watch watch Carlton beat Essendon. Dying <laughs> 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 <Nine> seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to the Patreon, um, but yeah, it was it was amazing. And I've always said, no Brennan Cox, no Frio. <laughs> Again, we've been saying that for years, for years. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to Sunday. Uh, oh. Gee, the Crows, oh, they are stinking it up, aren't they? God, they're lucky that Brisbane could not kick straight to save themselves. That was so. Appalling, like we came from the most accurate half of all time, or whatever. Yeah, and um, Brisbane were 10 23 at the end of the game, it was outrageous. Lockie Neal the, put out a, God, an lucky. apology uh, <laughs> oh, did to, he? to everyone who had he, had in their multi to him for him to kick a goal. He could kick 0 6. <laughs> did he kick 0 6? <laughs> zero six. I think the Scottish suitcase had a shocker too. He hit one goal five. Yeah, oh, fantastic! Yeah. Charlie Cameron didn't that mark. Was unbelievable. Oh, Charlie that was Cameron's a belter, specky, yeah. Also, coolest character where you take a specky like that. I would not be able to save myself without look. I wouldn't be able to help myself but look around and be like, how good was that? Whereas he just walks off. Just I, like, whatever. Yeah, I, I would be like, pause again and pointing at the scoreboard. Let, let everyone just watch the replay. <laughs> yeah. I just want to get a look. That was actually beautiful. That was beautiful. But yeah, he was amazing. Lockie Neal also had an excellent point. Miles Pahokey from Adelaide. Miles Pahokey. Anyway, yeah, I don't really know how to a... say his last name, but he tweeted after that Lockie Neal gave him the greatest ledge of all time. Who are you? Who oh, are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? So Wayne, Wayne Carey used to do that. He'd had a thing set up with the runner at North Melbourne where the runner would come out and he'd say, oh, can you go and get the uh, footy record for me, please? And the runner would say, I can't get the footy. And, but this was their routine. They yeah, did yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I can't get the footy record for you, Wayne. He goes, no, no, yeah, go and get it and bring it out here. He goes, what, why do you want it? He goes, I want to work out this blo- who this bloke is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, good gear. Yeah. I, I would love it if uh, Kerry tried that on a, on a guy multiple times and, and, and then he's just like, all right, we're doing this again. Yeah, all right. there we go. All right. Hey, Wayne, how about I pretend I don't know where the footy record is? <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, good sledge from Lockie Neal. He's, was he um, this good at Frio? Yeah, he was pretty good. He was pretty good during their when they the, when they came up against you in that terrible grand final. Oh, the worst. Uh, oh, he was yeah. fantastic. That Lockie Neal was always great, but he does seem to be playing in a team that allows him to be great. He at has. The he's awesome. Yeah, he's going to another level. Because he was with Nat Five. It's hard to be like the best midfielder when you're playing with Nat, Nat, Nat Five. Yeah, I would think. I mean, I haven't done it. <laughs> <laughs> when I, I play against Nat Five, it's hard. But when no- Lockie Neal does, he makes it look easy. Danny and I played a couple of seasons with Nat Five. <laughs> yeah, it's difficult. It is difficult. Yeah. Um, and as I've always said, which is actually legit, no uh, Rory Atkins, no Seedsman, no Matt Crouch, no Adelaide. It's actually why would you? So they dropped Matt Crouch. Seems like a bad yeah. choice. They dropped Seedsman. He was their best player the week before. Seems controversial. And Rory Atkins actually injured, but out. Adelaide, Adelaide making bad choices. That's. <laughs> Very odd. Yeah. What's the deal? Like, I'm starting to think that pre-season camp in 2017 was a bad idea. <laughs> I'm starting to think there's some hangover effects from that. I think Adelaide on. need to do, I'll bring in another Seinfeld reference, they need to do that, that uh, Costanza thing where just do the opposite of what you think is a good idea. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Oh. Whatever planning you have for the Adelaide Crows, your five-year plan, do the opposite. No, that will have devastating impacts on Port. Because Port are good at the moment. They're the, they're the only thing they've got at the moment is that Adelaide aren't good. So let's just keep. It's not the only thing they've got. They're <laughs> on top of the ladder. They're undefeated. No, I'm trying to undo it. Oh, okay. Because I don't want them to let me down. Anyway, and the Brisbane Lions have got to get their scoring. But once they get their scoring sorted, look out, everybody else. Oh yeah, you're stuffed. And uh, let's move on to the two most deplorable oh. games of football of the weekend. Where football died. Where football. <laughs> Football, football died, died RIP football on Sunday afternoon. Football died at the MCG and then it was buried at Marvel Stadium. <laughs> what? Just two terrible games of football, weren't they? It was terrible. Just what an insipid affair between Melbourne and Geelong, which got us back and hard for Melbourne. Oh, man. Yeah. They did everything possible to lose that game. God, it was bad. 
But if oh. you were only going to go back and watch it, just go back and watch the last two minutes. Because it's like exciting when teams yeah. when games are close. Yeah. Same with the Hawthorne yes. North Melbourne game. Just go and watch the last five minutes and pretend the rest of it did not happen. What was the thing with the cone that everyone was talking about? There was a training cone, which is so funny. It was literally the most exciting thing that happened in the first half of the Melbourne Geelong game is that a training cone was left on the ground. And they had to run and around. The game, and the game was so bad that that training cone actually <laughs> is expected to get Brownlow votes. <laughs> <laughs> It was like yeah. it was, was named like, in Melbourne's best. If you look back at the hashtag and how everyone tweet live tweets during the game, almost all the tweets were about the code. <laughs> I was like, wow, this does not sound super so, exciting. So you call anyway. them training codes. We called them witches hats. Yes. Uh, no, no, no. Up. It was Tr- not a con- it wasn't a witch's hat though. Oh, okay. A oh. witch's hat looks like a hat. A witch's yeah. hat. Was this like one of the little, <laughs> like, just roundy sort of... It was of like a little round orange cone, like a tiny little... See, we, at the footy clubs mm. I used to play at, training cones were things that you uh, did uh, in the shed <laughs> beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> It was not performance enhancing, so it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> like Space Jam. It was a special... It was what, a what, what bit of Space Jam are you watching? The water. Where MJ... Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> the behind the sheds bit. The deleted scenes, they're on YouTube. <laughs> Is that, I is knew eventually we'd get to the deleted scenes of Space Jam <laughs> on this podcast. Is this like uh, what happens in the sequel that's coming out with LeBron? Uh, <laughs> wow. Why won't you play in the Olympics, that. LeBron? It's a two-hour Netflix kind of bonanza. <laughs> oh, it's a HBO. Everyone's um, been screaming out for Space no Jam Harley, 2. No Harley Bunnell, no D's. Dropped Again. It. I think we could just say no D's. Been saying it for years. <laughs> no D's. No D's. Yeah. Training cone on, no D's. Hey, did you guys see uh, uh, one of my favourite Facebook pages, Useless AFL Stats, mm-hmm. first time in history yeah. that in one round there's been margins of 1 point, 2 points, 3 points and 4 points. Ooh, oh, that's right. Good nice. Yeah. Well, Swamp had tweeted about, because Geelong and Melbourne were playing each other, Melbourne had the week off. <laughs> I say week off. Their game was postponed yeah. for corona reasons the week before. But the week before that, they'd lost, you know, in a small margin to Carlton. Mm. Geelong, the week before, had lost to a small margin to Carlton. So they'd both lost to the same team before the, they played. The week before. That's got to be the first time that's ever happened. What do you mean? That you've lost to the, the same team the week before. Surely. Because yeah. you wouldn't, couldn't possibly yes. have ever played it. There so first go. time ever. It's a historical mm. round. Yeah, Swamp. <laughs> Coming through with the goods. It was a historical round, but that's the most exciting thing about that game. Don't ever watch that game. It was so bad. And I like Chris Scott afterwards was asked, we'll get to your coach in a moment, Lemo. He had a lot to say. It was described as an unrelenting rant, which is sounds awesome. Anyway, Chris Scott was like, maybe we should go to 16 aside. It's like, maybe you should just coach differently. Maybe you should all co- All the coaches are like, I don't understand how this is happening. Like, you're all actually in control. You all decide how the game is played. So maybe you all get together, decide how the game is played, and then the game will improve. They're like, well, it must be the umpires. I don't know. I don't know who has control over Although this. Although I thought Clark had made a good point Very about good the point. umpires not paying, holding the balls. 69 tackles Hawthorne laid. And not one holding the ball. Can I say, though, this morning mm. there was a really good tweet about that with actual data from the last, you know, however many years. But that's oh, not... actual. Don't ruin it with actual data. <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually not really true that they haven't been paid um, holding the ball in the last in the last year or so. There's like... It's just that Clarko's used to hashtag free kick Hawthorne, so he's expecting <laughs> uh, 69 tackles, 72 free kicks. How long has this been going on? Anyway, but it's true... That I feel like dropping the ball used to be a thing that happens and it doesn't yeah. get paid anymore. And so I do understand that. But there's a lot of talk about why, like, there's got to be other things. Like, for example, the Kangaroos um, and Melbourne, when it got to the last 10 minutes and they needed to score to win, the game was super open, super free-flowing, and there was a million shots for goal. Yep. So clearly you can coach the game to make it more exciting. So just do that. Just do, just maybe do just the, do the thing that makes the game more exciting. So maybe just hold up the, the sign on the side of the field that says there's one minute left. <laughs> just do that at the start. <laughs> the start of every quarter. 30 seconds left, quick. And go, oh, God. <laughs> That's really flown. Time flies when you're having fun. Uh, Could you possibly be having fun in those games? Anyway, Lemo. I was watching the last quarter of this. Well, I watched the whole game at the Rose, back at the, uh, the pub Danny was at on Saturday yes. night. Uh, with uh, three, well, Adam Rosenbachs from the Junk Time podcast. Yes. And Paul Collegia and Husey, and they were barracking for North Melbourne so hard <laughs> that people were. in the pub actually thought they were North Melbourne fans. I mean, to be honest, we all were. <laughs> we were all barracking for North Melbourne. North Melbourne doubled their score in the last quarter. Yeah. They went to, from four goals three to eight goals six. That's did- what I mean, though. You could change. Anyway. Did, were, yeah. did you see the- uh, Tom Mitchell, uh, our favourite robot, uh, 
I robot friend of the show. I accused him of uh, of having a system malfunction uh, last week, <laughs> and he was bleeding uh, blue. Yes, quite like the you know the uh, the robots in Aliens, they bleed white. Uh, yes, uh, he was bleeding blue, and I called it a malfunction. And then he only got twenty two touches. Uh, he, he is malfunctioning, which yeah. for him is. That is way down. Send That's him back to the workshop. Maybe the workshop's closed because of corona restrictions. Oh, no. Mm. People are working fix. from home, and so the engineers aren't, have been laid off oh, in the football no. cuts. That's what my theory is. Anyway. I like it. Uh, um, but it was an ugly game of football. <laughs> it was just the turnovers, and it was scrappy, and the skills were terrible. And, yeah, I, it was not a great spectacle. I love when your own coach gets asked, what did you enjoy about tonight's game? He said, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> So I know. Absolutely nothing. It was so good. I actually think because they they are, you know dual um, press conferences. Clarko was asked about the game. He went on a quote unrelenting ten minute rant about the state of the game and how it's terrible and how there's a whole lot of backroom um, negotiations going on. How there's a whole lot of coaches who are kind of in cahoots with the AFL to destroy the game. Amazing. And then they asked Ray Shaw, who's a first year coach, and he was like, "I've got nothing to say about that. It's just my team that was bad." It's like it actually is on. The old, the elders of the yes, league yeah. to take it on and try and make it better because at the moment we do have we have all these Americans watching. Yeah, like, yeah, we've got to be good. We've got all these Americans watching, guys. We've got to yeah, put yeah. on our best show. But we've actually got this. The reason, one of the reasons they said they're going to bring the AFL back, even though it's um, Corona time, pandemic, was because it would pr- provide entertainment for people. I was like, this is not entertainment. No, Sunday it's not entertainment. Well, as uh, oh. It's either it's either footies on or the rest of Australia just berates Victoria. So I'm happy footies That's on. That's true. <laughs> I'm still for berating. There were four Victorian teams on Sunday afternoon, all duds. Port Adelaide playing amazing footy. Suns playing amazing footy. Brisbane playing amazing footy. Yeah. All high scoring, all fun. It's Victoria that's the problem. <laughs> Wear the virus. <laughs> I've said it before. And Corbin Middlemas, an ABC grandstand person, um, had a good quote, which actually leads me to no cun, no kangas. Because since 2013, North 0-6 without Ben Cunnington. Wow. That's the, he's Good their stuff. dusty. Right. So, you know, legitimately I feel like if he was there, they might have won. I'm starting to think he's an important player. <laughs> what what a, was Ben them. Brown injured? Because he – did you see in the last second – like the last mm. shot – the second last shot at goal that the Kangas had, uh, he, Ben Brown and Curtis Taylor both took the mark and Ben Brown gave it to Curtis Taylor. Yeah, what's going, that about? Uh, ben Brown. Oh, you are, you are yeah. the spearhead. You are the full forward. You yeah. kick these goals. Reverse in your car and run up for um, 15 minutes. Yeah. Ask yeah. the clock. It was very weird. That is Husey got really angry with that at the pub. Yeah. Why wouldn't so you take I. it? Yeah. Yeah, he might have been injured. Maybe he knew he was injured. But also, Ben Brown's a very nice guy, but you just know that <laughs> if it was like plug a locker, it'd be like, just give me the ball. Give me the ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you think that because we don't have crowds yelling out ball, the umpires are playing it less? I no, think. Good theory. Yeah, uh, possibly. Did Clarko raise that as no, well? No, but I might get on the blower with him tomorrow, today, and tell him to and, take uh, it up with the AFL and see what he's got to say. <laughs> see what he's got to say. But anyway, Hawthorne uh, sitting fourth on the ladder. North Melbourne, ah, oh, in your spot. <laughs> <laughs> well, we and, kept it warm for you. <laughs> they are <laughs> Enjoy ninth, it. but Richmond still ninth on the Victorian clubs ladder. Um, I will shout out to, we put on the, our Facebook page which people can get in touch with us about what people's highlights were of, this, of the round. Yeah. And Jamie said Ben McAvoy's new position as a defender. Did you like that? Uh, look, I don't mind him back there. I mean, he only had two possessions. Yeah, but he kept John Ben Brown out of... He did a pretty good job on I Ben Brown. I don't job. mind him back there. If we're playing decent footy up the ground and we're putting a lot of pressure on the opposition... Yeah. And, and the ball's being bombed in. He's perfect. Yeah. And he's great in that role. Reads the play really well. Good big man intercepting, you know, just those bombs into the forward line. But if you're asking him to chase down a leading forward, yeah, well, well, that, probably not. Not so that, much. Well, it works if, if, if that leading forward is injured. <laughs> so he had a great oh, game against well, an injured Ben Brown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, stats, stats don't lie. And um, apologies to Anthony Morris, who also commented, but he's asking us legitimate footy questions, so I feel like you should ask them somewhere else. But he says, <laughs> how are Port and Gold Coast 1 and 2, and why are we getting such close scoring? Well, my vi- Victoria is the virus. That's all I've got. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't have any yeah. other answers for you, Anthony. Uh, well, it's just low scoring, so that's why. Shorter quarters. Shorter quarters, dude. Shorter yeah. quarters. Hey, and yeah. I, I do know Anthony. Uh, he is a, ho- a horse. Thorn supporter, so he doesn't know about AFLW and shorter quarters equal uh, lower scores. Lower scores. It's a real shock to everyone who hasn't paid attention for the last five years. Anywho, um, and also a big thank you to people who are reviewing us. 
Oh yeah, people oh, yeah. us reviews, and it turns. I think they might have the wrong show, but they seem to like it. We've got a five star rating. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Keep, keep up the <laughs> keep good work, going, team. Though. Yeah, we do need that. So please, uh, yeah, keep giving us uh, reviews. If you can uh, like us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and the Patreon, if you've got, if you've still got one of those things, judge. Jobs, that's right. Um, please uh, help us out with whatever cash you've got. But guys, I also got some uh, feedback from a friend of the show, Jade from Bendigo. Yeah, she was uh, she she loved, loves our show. She's a very very passionate fan. She berated me on social oh. media. Ah, yes. We have dropped the ball on a couple of big stories that we were following earlier uh, in the year. Okay, Good. and that is uh, what's happening in Belarusian soccer. And Taiwanese baseball. Oh, we've oh. really. Can you give us an update, down. Danny? Absolutely. We'll go with yeah. Taiwanese baseball. We were given the uh, the club, the uh, the brothers, uh, who were the elephants. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. They're currently on top. Uh, had course. a good yeah. couple yeah. of week wins against the monkeys. Right. Uh, and the gu- oh, no, no, we beat the guardians. Sorry. Uh, well, we didn't want to be arrogant about it. That's yeah. why we didn't talk about it. That's true. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so we're we're currently in top spot. Uh, the monkeys are right behind us. And in the <laughs> Belarusian soccer, this is quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, Tess, your team Islock. Yeah. Uh, uh, who had some dancing lion? I can't remember why I gave you that. It's, uh, it's a wolf that played the violin. <laughs> the wolf that played the violin. Uh, yeah. They are currently so it, me. Oh, you'll love this, Tess. They're currently in ninth position. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, they're actually eighth, but it's funnier for ninth. And who, who's going to correct me? Yeah. They're probably ninth by the time you listen to this. Limo, you, your team bait the Hawthorne. Doing very well, I'm sure. On top. Yes. Oh, and my team, Shaktior Salagosk, second. Oh. It's between you and me, mate. Hang on. How many weeks left? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Eighthman could come back from here. Uh, Eighth block. Well, you're on 23, but yeah, you're only three, seven points behind. So that's, that's two okay. and a bit games. Yeah, that's doable. Got to be a true believer. <laughs> All right, well, we've, we'll commit to week-to-week uh, oh. week updates. And on literally, the, we have no idea if footy is played this weekend. So we As I've it. always said, uh, no Bogdan Mersandic, no Islam. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, uh, thank you for tuning in once again to They Came to Play. Uh, please review us. Uh, we love a nice review. And tell your friends about us. Uh, thank you, Tess Armstrong. Thank you. Go Tigers on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's weird, isn't Sunday? it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> You wake up Sunday morning and you won't have played. Uh, I'm hungover for no reason. <laughs> uh, Danny McGinley, thank uh, you. Thank you. Go dogs. I think and we got the Kangas. Uh, go Hawkers. GWS next Sunday night.